Hey, my name is Yolanda and welcome to Frank Factualities, the podcast. Tune in each week as I speak frankly about life experiences from my perspective and offer you a bit of unsolicited advice. Let's take a little time to laugh, to think, and to cry as we tackle some serious topics and some not so serious topics. Be sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Hey, it's me, Yolanda, back with another episode. Quick fun fact. I actually like to vibe out on that beat a lot. (laughs) So sometimes I don't even want to turn it off. I just want to let it ride a little bit. Spit some bars. (laughs) No, seriously, it's pretty cool. I hope everyone is having a great week so far. Uh, Mine is okay. Just as everybody else, I can't wait till Friday. Start my weekend time to do whatever I want to do. Sometimes that's nothing. Sometimes that's something. Just all depends. Uh, We're going to start this show just as I do any other time with whatever my topic is, which generally uh, I come up with based on a conversation. That's how all of my topics um, uh, are created. I want to or I try to look at what's going on in the world Obviously, you know, the most uh, major significant event right now is that there is what people are calling a a world war. And um, my prayers go out to those uh, people in uh, Ukraine. And so I definitely um, have been spending my time praying on that situation because to me, that's uh, more important and more serious than anything I have going on in my life. So that is where my energy has been spent spiritually. Uh, so, uh, with that being said, um, anything that I see that comes across my newsfeed have been very serious in, in matter. And, um, today we'll talk about something, I guess, a little serious. It's, um, about self-absorption, <laughs> people being self-absorbed. This conversation took place with me and actually a couple of people. And I just came to the realization that, oh my God, there's a lot of people who are truly self-absorbed. And the reason I know this is because I am a self-absorber. <laughs> and I don't even know if that's a word, but that is what I recognize. And I'm not going to claim it full-time because I think that I am a part-timer, but I can recognize when I'm being totally self-absorbed. And the reason I can recognize it is when I notice people doing the same things that I do, I'm like, oh my God, that's me. Oh my, how arrogant, how self-absorbed, how cocky, how just, you know, attention seeking at times. And so, and of course I've been to therapy. And so, you know, some things have been called out about to me about myself that I recognize. So I'm able to kind of catch on to those things. Now, let's just be clear. I am in no way, shape, fashion or form a therapist. Okay, I am not. However, I have good common sense and I specialize in life's shit. (laughs) So... (laughs) I think that that qualifies me to speak on whatever. And I feel like there is it's rare that people are able to own their issues. To me, that's rare. It's a rarity that people um, 
are honest about who they are, who can tell their truth and are not afraid of whatever the consequences are, are not afraid of what someone may think of it. And so because I put myself in that category, that's what I feel like qualifies me to speak on whatever it is I want to speak on. Right. And just like anything else, we all have the right to speak our mind and share our opinion. And it is just that an opinion. So I don't get my panties in a bunch about what people think. So back to the topic, it can people being self-absorbed. So I think that sometimes that borders the line because people use, I think, um, what's the word? Uh, narcissism sometimes for people who are just, you know, want things their way and, and, you know, don't really see any other way. So it's a, to me, a thin line between that. But when I was having this conversation and, and I realized when you're talking to someone and for whatever reason, they don't seem to acknowledge anything that they've done. They don't seem to even take a moment to listen to your side, listen to your perspective, understand where someone else is coming from when they're not able to take themselves out of the equation. And all that matters is what they think and feel. Oh yeah, you got a problem. Now to me, this is twofold because you have people that say, you know what? I am all about myself I am going to take my me time. I'm not, I'm not going to worry about anybody else because it's all about me. I got to be responsible for myself. I'm all for that. But that's only for people who usually put others first. If you always put yourself first, then that ain't for you. So don't take those quotes like, I got to be there for me. It's self-care. It's self-love. We're not talking to you. That That's not for you selfish bitches. I'm sorry, it's not for you. If if you only think about yourself and all you do is focus on what someone else can do for you, then those quotes and those uh, those motivational speeches are not for you because you don't care about nobody else. If you only care about what they can do for you and when they can't do anything for you, then they're no longer relevant to you. And you'll come back to them whenever you're lacking something that you know that they can give. And so if they're going to give you that attention and that time and they're going to cater to you, then you'll come back to them. But at the end of the day, if you feel like you're getting that from somebody else or they no longer provide that for you, then you'll go on because it's about what someone else can do for you, not what you can do for them. So the conversation that I was having, it was uh, I don't even know what it was about. But what I know is everything that I said, no matter what situation I was talking about, this person always seemed to be like, well, I did so and so. Yeah, that happened to me when I was in so-and-so, you know, every situation they had a, a reference, they had a, a reflection of where it was like they put themselves in the situation. And I was like, yo, I do that every time something happened, but I never did it out of selfishness. I wasn't doing it out of like, oh, you know, um, I don't know if you guys believe in horoscopes, but people say Leos are like self-centered people <laughs> and I'm a Leo. And so I don't know if you believe in that. Some things that, you know, characteristics, eh, I can see it sometimes. But anyway, um, so I've heard that about myself, like, you know, oh, my God, look at me. I want all the attention to be on me. But I wasn't I wouldn't bring those stories up or try to relate out of that sense. I would do it because I wanted the person to understand that I understood. And the only way I felt like I could convey that message was to share my experience. And so I would be like, wow, I understand that because I remember when, and then I would share a story so that now they had a point of reference. So if I wanted to give an opinion or if I wanted to state a fact about something, then they would take my word for it. Cause it's like, okay, well she understands cause she's been through that. But if all I'm doing is nodding my head as you're talking, when I want to give you some sort of suggestion, 
suggestion or, you know, talk to you about it, you may just shrug your shoulders at me if you don't feel like, you know, my opinion is valid. And so that's why I would do it. And I don't know if this is the case with this person. All I know is it struck me in that moment. And I had a moment of self-reflection to just now make sure like, wow, I don't think I need to do that. Because again, I can see the issues in someone else. So you realize in the moment that you're witnessing some traits that you carry. And in that moment, you say to yourself, okay, wow, this person is doing that. So I wonder how I come across the other people. Now, let me say this, people, you do realize that you are not who you think you are, right? Let me say that again. You are not who you think you are because you don't know how you come across to other people. You don't know how other people perceive you. You only know how you perceive yourself. You ever had, and if you have some true, honest friends, if you, and when I say that, I don't mean that person that always has something negative to say, but if you have a genuine friend or family, that family member that, you know, loves you and they say something to you like, or you hear them say about you, well, you know how she is, or, um, you know, it ain't always about you. If you've heard these things before, then those things are usually followed by something that you you do that they're trying to tell you you need to correct. And so if that is happening to you, that means that you aren't who you think you are. You aren't this super positive, motivated person that shares love and all this other. So that means you got some ways about you and maybe it's time for you to self-reflect. So stop telling people that they're wrong about you when they tell you what their perception of you is, because you don't know that. And it's like what people tell us when we're looking in a mirror. You don't truly see you. You see a reflection of you. So we never see who we are to other people. So if somebody is sitting you down and they're saying, you know what, Yolanda, sometimes you can be really mean, even though in my mind, I am not mean. OK, if you don't like me, something wrong with you. All right. That person probably has a valid point because it's how they're perceiving you and their perception is reality. And so and especially if you're hearing it from multiple people, then obviously there's a uh, there's some validity to it. So it's imperative if you want to make your life better to then now take heed to it. Now, we all cocky because I am that person, too. Like I said, I'm willing to put myself on the chopping block. I am that person like, look. I am who I am. And if you don't like me, then I don't care because I'm going to be who I am. That is a fine stance to have. But you have to understand that if you choose to take that stance, then you have to deal with the consequences of that decision. So that means if people don't want to fool with you, if you lose people in your life, understand that you lost them because you're lost. That's why they're gone. You don't know who you are. You don't want to recognize who you are. So those people left so you can get your shit together. Okay. And so that is what the reality of the fact of the matter is. All right. So you owe it to yourself to get it together. Take constructive criticism. Take a look in, not the mirror, but in those person's eyes and listen to what they're saying about you because they are, there is something about what they're saying that is truthful. Where there's smoke, there's fire. So. I, I like to listen because I really it, I'm curious about that. Like I remember having a conversation with a coworker and she and I aren't really that close. We share like, you know, uh, Instagram memes and stuff together sometime. But I was in her office and, you know, we had, believe it or not, a conversation as what did you hear about me? You heard some things about me. Have people been you know talking about me? And she and I share with each other what we heard about each other. Like from the street committee, you know, people talk, what did you hear about me, girl? What you heard? So we shared with each other what other people said about us. And it was eye opening because you were like, are you serious? Well, I was like that. 
Like that's what people think. That's what people said. And these things were far from the truth. But that is what people thought. And I sat back and I tried to wreck my brain trying to figure out where did they get this from? Like, what did I give off that made them think this? What type of behavior do I display that would make them come up with this assumption? But it did give me a moment of pause because although we like to say we don't care what people think, subconsciously, we don't want a false narrative either being placed out in the world about us. So even though I don't care if people don't like me, I don't want people to dislike me for the wrong reason or for something that I'm not. So if someone is thinking that I'm a mean person, of course, I don't want that to be the narrative that they paint about me because in my mind, I am not a mean person. So please don't go around thinking that I'm mean because I'm not. So if I can do something to clean up that image, then I'm going to do that because in the end, in the end, that does matter. How people perceive you matters, especially if you want to be somebody. If you work and you need a job, if you are an entrepreneur and you provide goods and products or services and you know who you are means something because people aren't want to aren't going to want to buy from a shady person they're not going to want to support somebody that they don't deem to be um you know, wise or trustworthy and all those things. So again, we can hold the stance of, I don't care, but those things do have consequences. And sometimes as I do myself, get cocky to be like, well, it is what it is. I'll take the L and we do have to take it. But sometimes those things have long-term effects or consequences. So make sure that you're listening to those people because we are real. If you ever have a situation with someone, whether it's a conflict, a conversation, an interaction, or whatever it is, and you find yourself saying to that person what you feel like they've done to you and where they were wrong and how they played you and how they did this to you and, you know, or why would you say this? What did you think? I need you before you interact with that person to think about what you may have done to them. And that's a hard thing to do before I accuse and immediately say, why you said this? Why you lie? Why didn't you do this? I asked you this. You said this. Take a moment to take a risk, take responsibility of what your role was in the conflict and lead with that, because that will automatically take down the other person's wall. Listen, I know that I overreacted. Even if your overreaction was because of a lie that they told. And you caught a minute and now you flipped out. So you know you flipped out because they lied. But you knew that your flip out was wrong. So say, I am sorry for overreacting. But I was upset because I was lied to. But as the person that lied, you know you lied. Come on, man. Like, let's not play this song and dance. Don't prolong the argument. Hold yourself accountable. Hold yourself responsible and let's stop holding other people responsible for expectations of them that they didn't even know we had. Right. You expecting somebody to be um, loyal, for example, to you when they didn't know that that was the expectation. There was never any standard set to say what we were going to do or wasn't going to do with or for each other. And all of a sudden I broke whatever code or idea that you had in your head about what I was supposed to do with you. And now all of a sudden you're mad and now all hell is broke loose and we about to go to blows about something that I didn't even know was an expectation of me. Because when you get on a job and they tell you what your responsibilities and duties are, the minute they get on you about something that you didn't even know was in your contract to do 
or an expectation of you, that's what the first thing you're going to say. Well, nobody ever told me I had to do that. So if you know you didn't hold these this person, if you didn't set the standard for this person, if the conversation was never had, if if that isn't even an expectation that they know that you had, stop holding people for, accountable for that. Hold yourself accountable for what you said that you wouldn't deal with and or tolerate. And pull yourself away, but don't expect somebody else to be responsible for what you said that you didn't want or did want. So all of that to me plays into getting over yourself, (laughs) like get over yourself. Stop thinking that you are just above everybody else and people have to bow down and respect you because I am who I am and I don't care what nobody say. And I say that with so much confidence because that is me. I always, I don't care if you don't like it. It is what it is. So take it or leave it, whatever. And that's my ego talking. That's just the truth. It's your ego talking. Your pride is in the way. You can't get out of your own way in order to see what somebody else is saying. You got to humble yourself. And if you're not willing to be humble, you will never find peace. So you can be on this journey. And I'm going to let all these people go because I want peace. You know, I'm, I'm going to block people because I need this peace. You're not going to find the peace because the chaos is within you. If you don't clear your conscience of the things that you know that you've done to other people, you can't be trying to clear yourself a piece of things that people have done to you. Get your mind right for the things that you've done and the chaos that you've caused within your head and amongst other people. And then you will find the peace. Peace is found within. It ain't with avoidance. So unless you confront your issues and problems with yourself and with others, then there will be no peace. Understand that. That's just the truth. So find it within yourself. Clarity. Find it. Find it within yourself the answers that you seek. That you think other people can give you. Because nobody else can give you that clarity. Nobody else can give you peace. Nobody else can give you what you're thinking that you're seeking from them. All of that stuff is on you. But take those little bits and pieces. I love to write stuff down. Let me just say this. Sometimes when you have things in your head and you're not really thinking correctly as far as like when you write something down, what you're doing is now you have a visual thing of what you're doing and what you're not doing. So I say in this idea of the concept of self-absorption or getting over yourself, think about everything that somebody's told you that has been a repetitive thing. Um, You're a gold digger. I know I'm going all the way to the left. (laughs) Um, You are a narcissist. You are um, petty. You gossip. You're mean. You're so-and-so. And think about how many different people throughout my life have said these things about me. And what other things do people say about me that I've heard? Talk to somebody that's close to you and say, do you think I'm so-and-so? Do you think I'm this way or do you think I'm that way? And really take a listen to what they say. And I promise you, it is going to be how other people see you. It is I promise you the most interesting, it's like reading a book about somebody else other than yourself. When you talk to someone about how do I come across? I find it interesting. I don't, I don't know. I like these conversations. I'm like, for real? I'm like that. They're like, yeah, that's what you, you do this all the time. And doing this podcast, I also noticed a lot about myself too. I'm like, oh my God. And I say like, and so a lot, I say, you know, you know, (laughs) And so when I'm going through, and so did you catch that? When I'm going through and I'm editing, 
I find myself deleting a lot of those. I'm like, those are my fillers, though. That, that's what I use instead of saying ums. That's what I use instead of taking long pauses. I use those filler words, but it annoys me. And so, and so there it goes. <laughs> I'm keeping that one in just to prove the point that I say it a lot. But anyway, I find myself now making myself aware that I say it a lot. And going back and trying to stop myself before I say it. Because I didn't realize that I do it. But now that I have to listen to myself over and over and over again. I I catch it. And now I recognize, oh wow, that's crazy. Or like when you watch yourself on film for the first time. I don't know if you all guys ever seen yourself on TV before. But um, we had our school did a documentary back in the day. A couple of years ago and I had to watch myself on TV and I was like oh my god why do I do that now everybody tells me this oh you stretch your eyes listen they're big they stretch it is what it is I knew that without watching the show I knew that just because it's been like that all my life those type of things weren't the issue but how I when I talk I may talk uh, my mouth moves to a certain direction like the left more so than the right you know, all you see is bottom teeth and not the top teeth. Maybe I'm just extra critical, but I just notice things. So I say all that to say a lot of us won't have a podcast or a documentary or a reality show to play back and watch ourselves interact with people or watch how we speak. But there are a lot of people in our lives that love us, that already give us the feedback that we need in order to make ourselves a better person. So I really think that it's imperative to, to pay attention to our loved ones when they're sharing with us things that they think that we can improve. Because like I was telling one of my students the other day, no one fusses with you or tells you or complains to you about yourself more than someone that loves you. So if they're telling you, you know, you always do this, it's because they care and they're not going anywhere. They're not telling you this to get on you. They're not telling you this to make you mad or to piss you off. They're telling you this because they, they love you, they care about you, and they want to see you be the best version of yourself. That's all. And if you take constructive criticism and see it in that light, then we all can be the best version of ourselves. Right. So frankly, the fact of the matter is get over yourself. Put your pride and your ego aside enough to make yourself a better person for yourself for your family, and for your friends. And as I always say, that is my time, people. Till next week, I'll holla at y'all. Bye.